going on everybody this is steve and i'm back with drew christian and kyle for another episode of minds collide we are going to kick this week off with a topic that we ended last week with and we're going to talk about a couple other things uh, ranging from music this week we're going to talk about the nfl a little bit uh, we might be getting on to some topics of our personal lives and a little bit about the upcoming apple conference so to get started uh, for those of you who uh, didn't get a chance to listen last week, we ended the episode with a challenge. The challenge was for Kyle and Drew to delete their most used social media app. And for me, it was to delete a game off my phone that I've been playing a lot of. Um, <laughs> so we're going to jump into just kind of talking to them about what that was like. Uh, Drew, why don't you kick us off? It's so good to be back on Instagram. <laughs> it was a rough week for me at work. My downtime was very boring. Um, but yeah, I do have some takeaways that I think were interesting. Not being on Instagram, a really interesting experiment. Something that I'm glad I did, and I think I might do again because of what I experienced. Kind of having a break and focusing more on you know, interpersonal conversations and interactions. Taking more time to actually um, just focus on that. Damn, it's good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what about you? Um, n- not too much like happened when I didn't have it. I didn't find myself wanting to go on Instagram or anything. I think you guys sent me a link to something that was on Instagram or something, and I couldn't open it. I was like, ah, crap. <laughs> like, I mean, that kind of stuff sucks. But um, I know I just reopened it. Like, I just re-downloaded it, and um, I saw. Alex like DM me and Kelsey like sent me like a funny post or something so I have to go back and read those but I didn't miss anything um I didn't really think it was like a huge deal not having it like I said I didn't so brave yeah so like brave. I don't know is Instagram was one of those things where it wasn't giving me my feed wasn't giving me like news Mm. or anything necessarily so i didn't feel like i had to constantly go on it if that makes any sense i feel like i learned that instagram stories are like the thing that i spend my most time on oh it's a black hole man like instagram stories are (laughs) better than my twitter feed better than facebook better than just like instagram regular instagram like the stories i don't know why but famous people people you know yeah well it's both because it's a mix yeah, like it's like I go, I look at what Kevin Hart's doing, and then I see like my friend from high school is doing, and it's like, yeah. and it's all like I don't know, I don't know why it's so addicting. It's better than Snapchat, it's and it's the same addicting. as Snapchat, but it's like I don't even know how to use Snapchat. I'm gonna be honest, it's getting too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Snapchat is kind of a mess. Now. I mean, Snapchat's still simple. There's two buttons. I mean, it took me a while to, I don't know, whatever. I don't use Snapchat that often either. And plus, I have way more people on Instagram. Like, on yeah. Snapchat, I've deleted so many people. I think there's, like, 50 people that I am friends with on Snapchat. And Instagram, it's, like, I have whatever followers, and I follow so many people. Hmm. So there's so many stories, and I miss that for sure. Hours of time. Yeah, hours. I hate when you start watching the first one, and, and you look goes. up, like, 30 minutes later, like, oh, I'm done. Like 30 uh, minutes? You can spend like, 30 minutes watching I was Instagram thinking, stories? I was trying to do some math it, about it, Bro, it, yeah. 
I think I look at Instagram. Do you ever watch through all of them? Hell no. At least 10 to That's 15. what I'm saying. If you ever do, it takes a while. And if I do, it's click, 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 click. Oh, I'm saying like if you actually watch them. Yeah, I mean, maybe. But I mean, because okay. some of them, and then you get the people with the live videos that are popping up. Yeah. That's a whole other demographic of. I think I open Instagram 10 to 15 times per day when I'm at work. Wow. So it was like going, reaching for my phone and just being like, okay, never mind. What'd you do instead? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. So you took, you took all the time that you spent on Instagram and just moved it to Twitter. No, I'd say I took like 70% of the time that I spent on Instagram and I put it on Twitter and then that 30%, I focused more on actually like putting my phone down and just not having a phone for a little while, hmm. which was good. That is good. And it is nice once in a while. Oh, it's really nice. Like when I hang out with my parents, I'm like... I'm just going to put my phone down here and hang out with y'all and have a real conversation, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yesterday, uh, Marissa and I went to grab some food at Carlino's Market, and I left my phone here by accident. And I realized to myself, it's like the first time I've just left my phone sitting around in forever. I feel naked without my phone. Yeah, me Seriously. too. Seriously. Like, and that's something when I was watching the Joe Rogan, Elon Musk podcast, like they're saying we're all kind of androids now yeah. yeah like a phone is not just a phone like it's an extension of who you are which is kind of sick to say but like you really use it for everything like Absolutely. think of your phone yeah, as just like an additional part of your brain like it's memory that you have access to and it's pictures that are like real memories that you can save and have it's kind of crazy it's on some black mirror type shit yeah yeah do you guys all fall asleep next to your phones? Like, do you charge your phone right next yeah. to you? This is the first thing you grab in the morning when you wake up? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that I mean, supposed to be really bad for your health? Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. have a conspiracy theory. Like, if our brains are right by our heads, like, we're all going to get brain cancer. Oh, probably. Probably. It's probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably a thing. <laughs> there's, there's probably not enough information on it yet to really say one way or another for sure. But yeah. I'm really checking the thing in the morning, though. Like, I really just shut off my alarm and I'll, like, look at the weather just to see if I have to change, like, clothes for work or not. And that's literally it. Now, I, once I come down and eat breakfast, then I will check stuff. But I'm not really on it right in the morning. Do you guys ever hear me in the morning? Almost every morning I wake up, I go, hey, Google, what's the weather today? <laughs> <laughs> I never hear that. I don't really hear it. But. Every single morning. Ugh. It's just easier. You don't got to think about it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go into our first topic. All right. So, first topic this week outside of that, uh, we're going to talk about the unfortunate news that came out over the weekend that Mac Miller had passed away at the age of 26. Um, really kind of took us all back, I think, a little bit to a some, some <laughs> memories yeah. that we had growing up. Um, I know for me, the first episode of the podcast, I had mentioned that his album was my number three favorite album of the year so far, and... I was actually considering going to see him on tour when he was going. It's somebody who I think would put on a really great show, and it's really, really unfortunate news. Yeah, it is, and like I was obviously kind of on vacation this weekend, and it, when I heard about it, it wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to obviously hear because it kind of brought me down a little bit, yeah. and everybody heard news of it like in Atlantic City too so when I went out that night they were playing a lot of songs from him and I never even realized like how much this guy actually owned like a solid five six years of my high school life yeah and it made me think back to like I said and I was telling Steve you were in high school that long 
I mean, you know, okay, middle school, high school, you know what I mean. Yeah. It was really middle school. Middle school for me was like, yeah, it was middle Miller. school. Yeah. yeah. The Rex and Arrow yeah. YouTube videos. Exactly. Steve Arrow. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, it just made me, like, when I heard his songs, I was like, damn, like, he actually owned a lot of my life for a little while. And it was really him and Wiz and everything. And it brought me back to, like, the Dat Piff days that I used yeah. to download everything off Dat Piff. Mm-hmm. And it was really, like I said, like, he was probably the first guy that I started really following like all of his albums and mixtapes and is always checking up on stuff and i just have a lot of memories from his songs whether it was parties or just driving around like my first license song i remember like when i first got my permit the first song i was playing was loud by him i know you guys probably remember that song i bumped that song constantly but it's sad and like i kind of want to get your guys opinion on what you guys I, i know he died from the parent overdose but i have a theory that there's something going on in Hollywood right now with the drug dealers, and there's like fentanyl putting a lot of people's shit. Cause I feel like people doing drugs for this long. Yeah, you can you can mix up once, you can fuck up once, and then you know you can just die like he did. But I, believe I mean for that. sure. But let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. We have no idea even what was going on with him. Yeah, that's that's also true. I mean, he was going through like a bunch of stuff. I mean. Even when he was dating Ariana, like she would be talking about that stuff, and yeah. So I mean, it, even in swimming pools, like some of the songs, you can tell like he was still going through stuff, which was really unfortunate, and it's just really sad it had to come to this. You know, I, I mean, I agree. He absolutely was going through stuff. I knew that. I mean, he's been on drugs forever. He went bankrupt the one time for like a year or two, and he said all I did was throw like drug parties constantly and that's why he came out with the other album to kind of make money back and i knew he was on drugs but i just think just how they said this this house is already swept clean before like the people got there like when the cops got there like the house is like immaculate there's no sign of anything like, it's kind of weird to me so i'm not sure if i'm like i'm i want to obviously get the autopsy kind of like how it happened with Demi lovato obviously it wasn't an autopsy but they found out that there was fentanyl in the drugs he was taking um i'm just i'm curious to see what comes back because I'm sure there's going to be a few different drugs in this, this system, but I personally think that it's going to come up to fentanyl, wasn't it? And if it is, then I'm not really sure what's going on in Hollywood with all that stuff, because it seems like that's a reoccurring theme. Yeah. Drew, what are you thinking? Um. So, yeah, Mac Miller was really important to me in middle school as well. I kind of got out of touch with Mac Miller, I feel like, when I was in high school and college. But his album, his previous album, The Divine Feminine, mm-hmm. I thought that was so good and different. Like, he really took a lot of horn players I know, um, and just like a lot of different musicians, and created something that I thought was really unique. That track with CeeLo Green. Yeah, like, that album had a lot of surprises on me. For someone, like, Mac Miller had a very distinct style in, like, middle school. Like, it was party music. Mm-hmm. It was music that, like, you played while you drove around, and, like, it was very happy, and that album was a lot more like somber and jazzy soul um bluesy even like it was just different and i was really excited about that sound um so it just sucks when someone you know gets taken before their time yeah like there's so much more he could have done that always sucks yeah and i said too like i know when xxx died like none of us really grew up with him because he's super young we just got introduced to him for me like two years ago and for me, that sucked just because even through all like the shit he did, it was like, damn, like this kid did have talent. Like he was trying to do to change his life. Like he was doing good things, and I enjoyed his music. And to me, that hurt just being like, I'm not gonna hear any more of his music. And that kind of 
you know, had me sad for, I'd say, like, a solid month. But when I heard this, I told Steve, like, this felt like the first time with any celebrity death that, like, it actually made my heart hurt a little bit. I was like, this mm-hmm. is actually really shitty. Yeah. It, not, like, necessarily losing a brother, because I obviously didn't know him, but I don't know how else to but put it. But in a way, of, like, losing a brother. Losing, yeah. yeah losing, losing somebody like who that. you hung out with. Exactly, because you have so many memories with them growing up and just so much music just in my playlist and just throughout my life that... It's, and it's weird, too, because he's a lot younger than people thought. I'm sure you guys probably thought he was older than 26. He's literally two years yeah. older than me. Yeah, I think and he's a lot older. he's been around since he's 17. Like, when he was coming out with all those bangers, he was literally 17, 18 years old, just cooking up. And it's ridiculous to think that he's only 26. And I don't know. It just happened so quick, obviously, for one. But to me, it was a huge shock. And it's just, I, I know it's just going to bum me out for a little while because I just... It's just hard to believe it, really. I don't like want it to be true because it's just he did have so much talent, like you said. He's so versatile in like the music he can make. Yeah, especially recently, like it felt like maybe he was stuck in a creative rut. I know I watched interviews with him and he was saying how much music he has just like in a vault. Like he's been making tons of music all his life, but like he really put out some really good projects recently. Very good projects. Mm -hmm. So it sucks. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this, Kyle, because you're big ariana fan but like people were like harassing ariana grande yeah i i saw that that he would that be pissed was ridiculous that. yeah he would be that was so ridiculous that and like she had to disable comments on like her instagram and like everything and what did you think of her post um honestly i thought there was gonna be a little bit more but when we kind of learned the stuff mac was I don't want to say going through. It looked like he treated her really well. I don't know if there was something else going on in the background. None of this was, like, said. <clears throat> You're just speculating. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, Max seemed like a really, really good dude. They seemed like they were doing really well. And then all of a sudden, like, everything just dropped off. So I don't know, like, everything it was. I don't know if it was just Mac was, you know, doing drugs and stuff. And, like, she was just getting really nervous for him. So I'm that's probably why she left or whatever but um that was that was so sick to see man i can't believe people went to that that was real unfortunate yeah Yeah. i think that i mean she made that post a while back when people were coming at her about the breakup and she just ultimately said like he's an amazing guy but he has his own issues that it's not my responsibility obviously to deal with like with the drug and i really do think at the end of the day it's just that him being on the drugs and just being reckless just didn't match up with her lifestyle yeah no, i agree and i mean that's obviously huge for anybody but yeah he would definitely be pissed if he saw how people were coming at her saying oh this is your fault this is your fault and that's it's so toxic and it's so ridiculous that i can't believe that like tens of thousands of people were doing it because it's not anybody else's responsibility to care for one's mental health that you have to do that shit on your own and he was obviously choosing to do that stuff, and he knew what he was getting into. You can listen to some of his old music. Like he's always talked about. He made like an Amy Winehouse reference. I forget what song it was, but he's always said about his drug use and everything. Um, and I just think that at the end of the day, this is something that couldn't really match up with her life. And it's not anybody's responsibility to put up with somebody's shit just because you care for them or because the world thinks that, okay, you need to be for them. You need to be here for them because they're having obviously a problem with drugs. It's like, no, they need to fix their own problems before they can really love someone. My parents always tell me you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. And I feel like through his music, I don't think he was fully 
loving himself and fully comfortable in his own body because he's always had these struggles, which lots of people do, no judgment at all. But obviously for Ariana, she seems obviously more straight edge, has her shit together. And I feel like while their personalities might have matched up in some ways, that they definitely clashed, um, you know, internally a lot. So I kind of want to go for a hard transition here. Go for it. I think the transition is pretty easy. We're going from one white rapper to another white rapper. Yes, we are. (laughs) So, for those of you who don't know, Eminem (coughs) released a surprise album uh, two Fridays ago now. That would be, what is that, August 31st? Um, It was called Kamikaze, and it had a lot of tracks on there that featured disses towards other rappers. I don't think any of us really listened to the full album. I did not. I'm no, not even yeah, going to neither. lie. I haven't listened to more than <coughs> two songs. I listened to the first five or six songs of the album. I watched the Genius video about all the disses. <laughs> That's all you need, man. You're more educated than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, really the reason why we wanted to bring this up was just to kind of transition more into a light topic and something that's going on, but the number one song in the world right now on iTunes is Rap Devil by MGK, and Drew has a bit of an interesting theory about what's going on with all this. If you can't tell, I'm a big fan of conspiracy theories. (laughs) I spend way too much time on Reddit reading conspiracy theories. Um, I just think it's really ironic that Machine Gun Kelly, who has been in the game for a long time. Like, I've been a fan like of 10 years. Gun. Yeah, like, I've been on Machine Gun Kelly yeah. for a while. And it's always kind of seemed like he was pushed away by the mainstream. Like, he's never had, like, a number one song until Wild like, the last couple of years. Yeah. And um, I just think it's very, it's, like, almost ceremonial that, you know, Eminem releases this album that's a bunch of disses, right? He calls out all these people. And Machine Gun Kelly is the only one to respond so far. With this song called Rap Devil that's now going number one. It's it feels almost like a passing of the torch. Lyrically ah, okay. Lyrically, almost. Rap Devil feels like there's no way that could have put been put together in like two days. Yeah. That's a really like lyrically it's very deep. I'll pull up the, the lyrics of the song. In the meantime, does anybody else have anything else? I mean, are? I didn't I've listened to it maybe once or twice, so I didn't really get to dissect it, but I do know that MGK kind of released a statement about, like, why he came out with it, and he's like, I love Eminem, like, I idolize him, but, you know, we're in the same game together, and the fact that, like, you want to come at all of us is like, I can't obviously respect someone that was my idol if you're going to kind of talk down when we're doing the same thing, we have the same craft, and he's like, I have to stick up for myself, for one, but I also have to stick up for, um, you know, my fellow rappers around me, so that's really why he said he did it, but... Just off first glance, it was well made. Like it was a very good diss track, and you know, I never even really thought about that. That it might not have came out in a day or two, but I think about that with some of Drake stuff. Like when back to back, like you know how I am with Drake. There's no way he himself wrote that. Like that shit was one of the cleanest disses ever, and it happened in like 15 hours. So yeah. obviously there, there was hope. So I don't know. I don't know much if MGK has that same thing, but it, it did kind of seem like there's no way it could have happened over like a 24-hour span it's always felt like to me that mgk was like pushed away by like big record labels and stuff like that which is i don't know like it it just seems very fishy that he is the number one song as a diss back to eminem eminem hasn't responded and it's been like a week and eminem's eminem is kind of like drake in that like he could probably put out a return diss in like 24 hours because like he just has a huge probably team. less than that man and he's like super talented like why yeah. is there no resp- like what's going on what is going on here i definitely I, hear what you're saying 
I think I, it's a bit of a stretch. I hate how it's such like a game these days. Like if someone puts out a diss, like if you're not, if you don't respond to it, it's like you're thought of as like as coward or like, do you know what I mean? But like there are also some cases where someone who doesn't, and you know, uh, when someone doesn't, I feel like they're just taking the high road. You know, they're not just not getting in it because like what Christian was saying earlier, what MGK was trying to get at is like we're all like doing the same thing why are we like coming at each other Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i don't know like it's even like sports you know whenever like obj goes against some cornerback who's like running his mouth or whatever like it's good to see them perform but like at the end of the day like after the game they'll still like shake hands Mm. like it's it's just weird how rap is like so different yeah I mean, you look at Meek Mill and Drake coming out on stage last night together. That's a good example. Yeah, yeah that was so awesome. That, actually, that was man, cool. That legendary. That was what cool. they perf- I didn't even see. Like, what I don't know. I, I don't even know that they performed a song together. I think Meek just came out and performed a couple songs. Yeah, he yeah. let him. Meek, he let Meek do a few of his songs, and then Drake bounced back and stuff. And then they just had like, <laughs> Drake, like a handshake. Drake performed back to back. Oh my god, this is happening! He said, I brought you out here to fry you in front of millions of people. What's up? In your own city. Oh man. If no, if you would did that, I would have probably. Never listen to me. <laughs> yeah, you would have been like, "Yo, drink the gold." No, I've been too much. Like, actually, oh, too much because I, I I like Meek a lot, but yeah, um, Meek's cool. So, moving from one theory to another, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> this is the conspiracy theory episode for I those made, of you who have not caught on this yet. Week. <laughs> <laughs> um, those of you that have Twitter, which I'm sure is most of you, um, there's a thread going around, and long story short, that um, Drake has been hinting for the last couple months and through his albums and also through his freestyles um, online on YouTube that he's been hinting that he's been sleeping with Kim Kardashian. So we're here to kind of see who... I'm, I'm trying to think who I want to go to first on this. Um, Do let's go, I'll just go to the left. I'll go with Drew because I know that he uh, he's probably pretty educated <laughs> up on this. I'm, I mean, I read it once. I'm on it right now. I'm looking at it. It's fair. So, yeah. There's a bunch of times where... Kanye or Drake specifies a woman, says your wifey, your wifey, your wifey, and a lot of things where people were saying, like Drake's producers were saying that if Drake responded to Push's last diss, it would have literally ended careers. He literally said it was. It's not affecting. It's past a rap career. He literally said. Jay Prince said it's literally affecting the livelihood of like just your life. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, he he might just be gassing this because I'm. I wasn't really too familiar with who Jay Prince was. But I did more research. I was like, okay, this guy's kind of considered one of the OGs. I'm not sure why he'd really stick his neck out for Drake and just kind of maybe ramble. But I didn't really buy into it. And then even when I saw this thread at first, like when my best friend sent me it. I didn't want to obviously buy into it, so I read the whole thing a few times, and I went to Steve because sometimes I like—I mean, not sometimes—I like to get different opinions. And when it comes to Drake, obviously, me and Steve have way different opinions. So yeah. I was like, "Yo, what do you think about this?" And when he was like, he was silent at first. I was like, "Okay, so you're actually thinking about this? Like, this could be a possibility." And we're obviously not going to go through every single thing in the thread, but there no, are. No, I mean, it seems very legitimate. You you look at some of the points here, <laughs> and you have. First of all, the proximity of their houses. They literally live like a block and a half from each other. Yeah. That's that's number one. I think that makes it a little bit more reasonable. I think when you look at the nicknames about Kiki. That's the one part of this that I'm kind of like poking holes in. It's like, Kiki, do you love me? And he's trying to put together that Kiki is Kim because of like 
that's him a stretch. That's, that's, a that's the stretch in here. I mean, there's some other. See, stretches. I don't know. I feel like that. I mean, he brought up the old tweets about how like his her sister's called her Kiki, and then she also has a project called Kiki. It is a stretch, obviously, still, but the fact that those two things exist, it's, it's meant to be like, a okay. subliminal message. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the the crazy thing for me is is like. Does everybody remember before Scorpion came out that there was a lot of rumors that Drake was spending extra time in the studio and that it was all this angry, you know, stuff that he was putting together? Yeah. Right? You remember those reports that, that were coming out? Yeah. What also uh, came up in this thread is that the side A of the album is apparently what he was doing then, and Scorpion originally was meant to be the majority of side B. So there's a couple songs inside A that obviously were supposed to make the final cut, but then he went in and recorded all of these tracks that have a subliminal message in it after everything that went on with Kanye and Pusha. So I know it feels like a little bit of a stretch, but... I think the lyrics, the thing that was like, <laughs> that made me really look at this was the lyrics to 8 out of 10 and thinking of it in this context. So think about Too Rich For Who, Y'all Just Got Rich Again. So that's Kanye. That's he's talking to Kanye. Yeah. Because Kanye was talking about how he got broke, mm-hmm. right? And then he got rich again. Who grips the mic and likes to kill their friends? That's Kanye talking about killing his friends. Kanye when him were close. Yeah. I never been the type to make amends. If shit was at an eight, we liked we like to make a ten, right? So like he's saying, if you thought like we were beefing then, I'm taking this to a ten. And really destroying you. Me and Kim. Yeah. So do you think that what Jay Prince is saying, like it's kind of a known thing in the celebrity clique that Drake and Kim had an affair? No, I don't think like, I mean, I don't know how fast. I mean, shit obviously spreads fast. I'm not going to sit there and think that everybody knows about it, but if it is true then yeah there's probably a pretty I think large it's too obvious group of people that know about it if that's what it is but this is where it comes into play where <clears throat> drew thought that he's like yeah yeah you definitely said you think you have a theory that um kim and kanye could have an open relate an open marriage yeah potentially could not uh, i mean yeah i mean in my opinion even now with, with all this stuff that kanye's doing with Pornhub and everything <laughs> like this dude obviously is like super or they're obviously super open to just watching porn and doing other things so to me, maybe they do have an open marriage, which if that's the case, then, okay, so be it. Then this this whole thing really, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it's not nearly big, as big if they're... There's people who would care still. There are people yeah. who are, like, freaking out, like, what? That's a, but, like, yeah, that I is mean, a thing that people do. They have kids together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. Um, but... <laughs> I don't like I said I'm not gonna go into crazy detail about it, but it's something to look at if you guys are interested. It's I'd say maybe a ten to fifteen minute read, and um, you it's know. an interesting thought. You can also listen to the full theory on I think it's Joe Budden's oh, Budden yeah. Budden yeah Budden Budden Joe yeah. Budden's which is even podcast. crazy because Joe Budden is usually a Drake hater. Like he's kind of like how where you guys are where he prefers old Drake and doesn't really like the new Drake, but he likes some stuff. But with the with the interview, he said that he's kind of been predicting this and he kind of called this out from like scorpion from the beginning how we kind of felt like it was kind of towards kanye and everything so yeah check out that podcast too if you guys want more what do you think kyle so yeah i've been pretty quiet i've just been letting you guys talk and stuff (laughs) um 
Yeah, so first of all, right when I saw this, I was like, I read through it. I was like, eh, okay. Um, I did more research. <clears throat> there was um, a magazine who interviewed Kim like a couple, like a day, like after all this stuff started happening. What? This is this is a thing? This is another detail that's not I in, th- the, yeah. in the Twitter? I mean, right? yes. I don't know how credible this source was. I forget the magazine, man. <clears throat> I would have to like look for it, but... She basically, the they asked him right away, like, hey, there's been speculation. Before the person could even finish the question and say anything about Drake, she said, nothing ever happened, ever. Wow. So she that's knows what about I, it. I yeah, they, yeah, they all know about it. And I don't know if any of our listeners have been following this, but Kanye also put out a bunch of tweets, like a bunch of tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about everything that did happen, what sparked like the whole Pusha, Drake, Kanye thing. Because what I think happened, correct me if I'm wrong, but like Pusha and Drake have been going at it for years. Years. Kanye kind of got like, I don't want to say dragged into it, but he was kind of like forced into it a little bit. And yeah. then with, I don't know if you guys saw this tweet, but um, Pusha's diss. Kanye didn't know that was on the song until it actually released. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, so, I mean, I think Kanye is just trying to make amends with, like, everything that's going on, but this is this is This is all I'm saying. If Drake did it, he would have said it. I just had a really... Straight up. He would really, have. You think? Yes. Okay. 100%. I just had why, a really... Like, why would he be letting all of this, because like, Because he's marinate? terrified that, that Drake is going to ruin his career. No, no, no! I'm saying no, no, no! I'm saying. Oh, you're saying it? you're saying that Drake would just admit that he did it, right? Why wouldn't he? Because it would. What does he have to lose? His credibility what as does an he artist. Have to gain. His credibility as an artist. Why? What? Either way, How does that have anything to do with being an artist? Because people won't want to work with him. Nah, I think he would just come out and say it if he did it. Listen, yeah, I was just having like, a funny, a funny <laughs> throwback. You remember when Kanye beefed with Wiz Khalifa? Yeah, yes. for a hot second. And it was like Wiz wears cool pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kanye has the weirdest beefs. I was standing in the Einstein's line. <laughs> it was it was like one day. Yeah, wait, I yeah. was with you because yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was like, I heard this beef when I was in the middle of Einstein's. <laughs> Kanye just has weird beefs. And they're short-lived. And they're short-lived. And, like, he just came out and was just like, Drake, I apologize. Like, it was too far. Well, like, he's just so... That's why I like him, though. He always comes back and he always, like, yeah, nice. I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he'll I'm sorry. Wrong. It's but... good not to be prideful and hold yeah. to the grave. I mean, same thing for Drake, too, forgiving Meek. And I don't know if he forgived him, but... No, nah, him and Meek are definitely cool right now. Oh, yeah, yeah for not... sure. Absolutely. Like, even you can just tell from the posts and the videos, like, you can't... I can tell from fake happiness from like real happiness and like those two seem genuinely like okay this shit was way overdue like we can just start like being bros again like, we can just, like have you th- yeah. their song Amen to me is literally Amen. one of my favorite songs like ever just what about Rico man Rico I mean obviously so that good. too yeah but it's just like Amen is just those two and um, I have so many memories of that song but I just think that I swear they do the beef sometimes just for publicity oh, like yeah. that's it that's yeah. another conspiracy <laughs> you ever realize how yeah. it always comes up right before albums are dropping oh my gosh, every yeah. single time and that, that's every another thing time. Kanye brought up in his tweets he didn't know his cause he already had all these albums planned out for a while he didn't know the date was gonna be like a week before yeah. Drake's or whatever 
So I think that just added more to this whole beef and like conspiracy and stuff. For sure. But that was another thing I wanted to bring up too. Yeah, it could be. I, I've thought about that for a while, especially when they're like super short lived or they like to kind of just make amends right away. Um, I personally feel like the Drake and Meek beef could. I, I feel like it, that was like an actual beef because it lasted almost three years. Um, but but yeah, did it really though? Like we didn't hear anything at, I mean, about yeah, it after to. what what did Drake release that charged up song? That yeah, but if you go online, like Meek was booed. Meek was booed at his own concerts for like six months, and I feel like I don't know if someone's really cloud chasing or trying to just build up hype to have yourself booed. Like like, and you can't fake that. That's kind of ridiculous to kind of be like, yeah, I'll have my fans just boo me for six months, and then I'll just you know bounce back and rebound. And I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean. Meek fans stayed Meek fans, and like obviously I still listen to his music, but I feel like literally since the Eagles introduced that song and since they won the Super Bowl, yeah. people just forgot about the beef and they're like, "Yo, this song's a banger," and people were just right resonated yeah. with Meek right right away as soon as like listen, they started playing. You it were with one the of Eagles those people who was like, "You know, Meek is buried. Meek is done. He's never coming back." <laughs> he was from back to back. <laughs> but like honestly, like that to me, and I mean obviously I'm a Drake fan, but that was a clean diss. Like he really like, was. he bodied his ass it was, in that. It was he was dead, but he's back. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, you know, bouncing off of uh, the whole thing with Kanye beef and how they short live and everything, speaking of Ye, the master himself, um, he announced, what was it, yesterday, that Watch the Throne 2 is going to be coming soon. So that is our next topic, and I'm going to kick it to Kyle because Kanye <sighs> is his boy. Yeah, this is exciting to see. I mean, like we've been saying, Kanye just kind of says whatever's on his head so i don't know how soon this is i think the tweet actually did say coming soon yeah um this would be so cool um the, oh man that album was so good man it is it was so good do we think it'll be better without jay-z it uh, is it gonna be without jay-z it, i thought that kind of was like we we squashed the beef and now we're together we're gonna make watch the throne that's too. what i thought because i don't think yeah. I don't think you can make because isn't the group the throne? Count yeah, Kanye I think Jay Z has to be on it. Yeah, okay. I, I I just and I, I think if it was any other artist, he probably would have yeah named it something different because you look like if I feel like if anybody were to replace Jay Z in that situation, it would have probably been Cuddy. Right. Kids see Ghost the Throne. <laughs> Kids see the Throne. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that was just a tweet. That's all we really know about that. Um Kanye obviously released that music video for "I Love It." Mm-hmm. Um, some yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't even find that video. Like I had to go on YouTube and search it. Like it wasn't popping up for me. I don't know if it's very inappropriate. If that's why, like, uh, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess there is some nudity in it. Yeah, some, but music video was weird. I think him and Little Pump made that song for specifically the award show. Mm-hmm like specifically that that's like even in the lyrics and stuff you could tell it low-key slaps yeah oh no it's really good and i feel like songs that are always made like just for fun kind of like that seemed like it was just a clown song to make like they didn't put like that much work in it but like it slaps the beat is fire it bumps yeah it bumps it's hilarious i love fun songs like it's not like it's got any like super deep meaning it's just like it's a fun banger yeah um there's one part of that song that's stuck in my head and it's been stuck in my head since I heard it the first time. It's in the the second chorus. It's in Kanye's part 
it, it's not even the lyric it's the beat it's in the background when the music goes yeah do you know what yeah. i mean like it's like just a really random like i don't even know what that's called a hi-hat yeah i love it I know. it's just a fun <laughs> song it's just like it's good yeah so how about i mean you're saying about that music video and the uh, song being made in a day or two moving on to a music video that i think took a lot of time to make and had a lot more creativity behind it um Tyler's gonna be in those feels like summer video i'm gonna kick it to drew because that is his favorite artist if anybody doesn't know so i kind of want to hear what he has to say about this so good <laughs> so good i feel like that music video i don't know it just took a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of creativity to put together Charles Gambino just always comes with like the great social commentary on things, whether it was the XXS Tentacion reference with, I think it's the mayor of Florida or like the governor of Florida or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like <laughs> little things like the Travis and um, Nicki Minaj little scene. Or oh, like the little tower. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Did and you like, watch the genius video of the explain? Uh, I may have. It was pretty good. There's so many like little references and stuff like even I don't think I watched the genius theory, but I went on Reddit and like looked at what everyone was saying. Like there's such interesting social commentary that he always throws in these videos and his lyrics that um, I appreciate because it makes it more it has like a more replay value to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think you always can find something different each time you watch it. Yeah. And that's what's cool about it. Um, and it's just like a cool idea. Like it almost felt like I was just like watching like my friends hang out because it's like those are like all the artists that i listen to on like a daily basis and like it kind of does feel almost like a family in that music week like everyone's just kind of like hanging out on a summer day yeah which i guess is kind of like the point of it yep it's cool it was cool charles gambino i low-key want to go see him in concert he's coming to wells fargo center when i don't know but he's on tour i know he just started no that's pretty cool what is he touring ray shreman is opening for him but what is he touring? Oh. He didn't release an album recently. No, it's just like This Is America, the two summer songs then. And then but just whatever else he's, he's dropped in the past. making money, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, most of the time when artists tour, they typically go off of something that they've toured or they've, they've released. I think he is releasing an album soon. I think it's been teased. I hope he does. Yeah, he, he, he will be. I feel like every album that he's ever released has been good. He's another one of those artists that I feel like I listen to a lot in middle school and high school. I listen to him a lot. Our, like, freshman and sophomore yep. year, like... Absolutely, yeah. Because of the internet. Dude. Such a good That album. was so good. That was, yeah. Have you guys ever read the screenplay that goes with that? Screenplay? I feel like I've read... He made a screenplay, right? That it's literally called because the net. If you go to that website, you can't now. It's gone. But it was, like, a 100-page screenplay. And it had, like, videos built into it that, like, went with the album. Like, you were supposed to, like... It said, like, act one, play album now and like you start reading and then there's like a video and then you like it was like a whole story it's about the boy who and like, you were just supposed to follow along with the album yeah that's like at cool. every like new part like you played the song it was a really really cool thing like that's what i like about josh Campbell. you know he's always like doing something unique and you yeah. love his shows and his movies I mean, he's and most, his, yeah. yeah he's one of the most creative artists out there in terms of everything i mean you can make the argument that he is the most versatile yes. yeah. i like to call him a renaissance man which is kind of like someone who does everything really well. Like his writing, his music, acting. everything. Acting. acting. Like you guys still need to watch Atlanta. Like, can you guys watch that? I've only seen like five episodes yeah. with you. But I want to. I've heard it's incredible. I mean, I can get started on it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. That's, uh, That's our homework <laughs> That's for this homework. week. Watch season one of Atlanta. <laughs> it's so good. 
put down the video games for a little bit. Yeah. It's not happening this week. I'm sorry. For the next four days, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. But maybe <laughs> next week. All right. So we're going to transition out of music now. Um, we're going to move into something that three of us care about. And I know, Christian, sorry, you really don't. But Not as much. Not nearly oh, as much, no. Get to enjoy it a little bit with us because at least you get to see us be all happy and stuff. Um, first, we're going to talk about... For those of you who don't know, that we're all huge Eagles fans. Go Birds. Um, so you can imagine that the last six months for us has been a real big party. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I've literally been thinking, like, I don't think the city of Philadelphia has ever been this happy. No. Like, like the crime rate is probably drastically <laughs> down. Negative. It's negative. negative. It's negative. People are doing good things. It was probably, like, the happiest summer in Philadelphia ever. Mm-hmm. Xfinity Live has been packed every single night since the win and they just replay the clips of it and people will go there and just be I still we went to the Eagles snap. game they were playing the Eagles <laughs> <laughs> they were playing Phillies the game. Eagles Phillies game but yeah is that oh, we had a Phillies game yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were uh, at the Phillies game yeah when we were at the Phillies game we went to Xfinity and they were playing the Eagles Super Bowl highlights and people were still going nuts Man, it's it just, was it's awesome. so great there's it's literally nothing better it's happiest day of my life easily I do still get teary-eyed watching. Like, wa- I watch the Philly special on my phone. I'm just like... See, it's not even the Philly special that does it to me. <laughs> it's not. It's it's the the strip sack at the end of the game. Oh, oh yeah. Derek, Brandon Graham. Derek Barnett. Love it. It's so beautiful. Every single time I see it, I just tear up and cry. <laughs> but... Wait, did you guys see... Um, this was circulating on Twitter... So it was Super Bowl Fifty Two. Did you see the Philly special? Is Nick Foles to um, Trey Burton to Nick Foles? Trey Burton to Nick Foles yeah. to no, it's Corey no, Clement to Trey Burton to Nick Foles. So thirty. So Corey Clement is thirty. 30. Oh yep. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Corey Clement is thirty. Um, Trey Burton. Trey Burton is thirty. Eighty-eight. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's thirteen. Wrong. No, that was Nelson Aguilar. You're thinking of the play that just happened this last week. Oh, which is it's the same people. It's no, the no, same no, no, it wasn't the no, same people. Trey Burton got traded. Yeah, Trey Burton's on the Bears now. Okay. Well, the one that happened recently. Okay. Yes, yeah, on Thursday night. So really? 30 plus 13 is 43. Plus, what's Nick Foles' number? Nine. Oh, so plus nine. my God. 52. Ooh. <laughs> that <laughs> was just something cool. Mind-blowing. I'm yeah. going on Reddit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta share that with everybody, even though it probably was already circulated yeah, there like probably. four times. All right. Read the thread, though. So now moving on and talking about what we're expecting this year. In Wait, the NFL. do we want to go over? Oh, do you want to talk about the parade? Yes. Best, man. Uh, all right, that was the best day of my life. I don't that remember was, a lot of it. Oh my god. We woke that up. That was amazing. What time did we wake up? Three thirty. Can we go? Wait, this is. <laughs> uh, this pod might go a little longer. Okay. <laughs> so, first of all, getting tickets for the train. Oh my god! Talk about. I missed like three classes waiting in line <laughs> to get these tickets, which I didn't even get. It sold out. I waited in. Me and Christian, wait. You <laughs> he's went shaking his head. Mm. Yeah, he went to wait with me for how long was it, bro? Four. For anyone who doesn't know, I'm literally one of the biggest bitches when it comes to the cold, and <laughs> I was literally outside with Kyle for probably three hours, and I could not feel anything. And I, I went nothing. into his car, 
and his car wasn't on. I was literally curled up into a ball <laughs> into his seat in literally a fetal position for another three hours just waiting for him to be done and like that single-handedly like why <laughs> i didn't go to this parade because i was like i'm not doing this again tomorrow there's no chance i'm doing it there's no way i'm waiting in the cold but i mean i do regret not going because i could have just obviously yeah. worn a shit ton of clothes but i think it just it took it out of me but i know that from i mean what you guys said that it was so yeah we didn't we didn't get the train tickets uh, when i was waiting in line i didn't get them they sold out the train station closed whatever Biss came in clutch mm-hmm. her mom had shouts the, out yeah her mom had the extra um train tickets or whatever so we were fine with that big um mess big weight yeah big weight lifted off our shoulders for that then we had to wake up at like four in the morning. Oh, it was earlier than that. I have Snapchats at three fifty nine of oh us drinking God. beer. Yeah, we started <laughs> drinking before we took the took Uber. the Uber to the train station. The train station already had like a thousand people at in least. line already. At least we had to wait like an hour and a half to get on the second. Bro, we were it was there. a lot longer than that. No, because we, we, we got moving. there. No, we got there at like four thirty. We didn't get on a train to like seven thirty. It was like seven thirty. It was it was late. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, the first the first train went through. Not everyone could fit on it. Second train came through. We somehow got on it. Um, that was that was crazy. It was the covered train ride. in the the Sixers wrap too. So yeah. Joel Embiid was standing in front of the the train with his arms wide open, doing his like get the crowd hype thing. It was dumb lit. And then like we get into <laughs> <laughs> we get into Philly. It's Crazy! There's so many people. Like no one knows where to go. Everyone's just following everyone. Um, we, we went to the bathroom. We're trying to find a spot to stand. We're trying to figure out where the parade yeah, is. Yeah, like even where going. are we even going? <laughs> yeah. When like, we got there, we were standing right by City Hall, right? I th- we were close to it. Yeah, we were like right there. That's we, where we first went. Yeah, yeah. We were literally maybe actually I think we were right up on the the chains. If we decided to just stay there, we totally could have, but. Bud Light was giving we out had free other beer. plans. Yeah, <laughs> so we found we were just walking around and we were looking for some <laughs> some place that served alcohol that was open. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So we went into this pub that literally opened at I think like eight thirty nine. Yeah, it was probably like eight thirty or nine. So they were the first place that opened. I'll never forget this. It was this tiny like Irish pub bar. Everyone, it's pretty packed because everyone's there. But everyone was, like, getting coffees, getting, like, omelets. They were still sitting at the bar. Like, everyone, some, like, families were there and stuff. <laughs> I just remember people were ordering omelets and coffees. And I literally go up to them, can I have, <laughs> can I have, <laughs> can I have five green tea shots? <laughs> and everyone just oh, looked no. at us. And we are like, yeah, we're, we're just trying to have a good time. <laughs> and then. But, like, literally everybody was just like, go birds. Yeah, it was, it was a great time. Everyone was so happy. Oh, man. There was one point. So we got real, real, real drunk. Like, I think every single one of us was hammered. Like, I don't I don't think any of us had a clue what we were doing or where we were. <laughs> or, And then one point, <clears throat> we all actually ended up getting separated. Really? Yeah. Did we never tell you guys this? I haven't heard the story. This oh, you didn't hear the story I'm, at all? I'm very interested. So, <laughs> so we got... So first of all, after we were at this little Irish bar, we were like, okay, we need to go somewhere where there's people that are actually drinking and hanging out. Where we don't feel judged yeah. like, for getting shots at eight in the morning. <laughs> so we walked outside <laughs> and we noticed <laughs> that there was a another bar with some people in line a couple ways away down. We're yeah. standing in line and this kid jumps out of line. He goes, yo, guys, follow us. 
So we nope. no, we did. We followed him. Yeah, and because he didn't look sketchy, he just kind of looked like a normal college kid. We were like, all right, we feel safe. Like we'll follow him. So we follow him maybe a block and a half to this other bar called Misconduct Tavern, and that was so much fun. It was. Um, did he say why? Like he wanted you to follow? No, I guess he was just like, I want to bring people there to make it more lit. So we were like, okay. So we so we get up there, and the bar is packed here. Um, there was a little bar off to the side where we all went. I think we had two Bud Lights there, maybe a couple of shots, and we were feeling good. Bud Light started serving their free beer at like 9 or 9.30. Did the free I think beer, it was later than that, man. Was it, man? Was it like 10? I, I think it was a little bit later than that. Did so maybe it was like, beer yeah, it was free beer. than the regular beer? Uh, the free beer tasted, and it was in those nice <laughs> aluminum bottles, too, so it wasn't in like a, a cheap thing. In the thing. best form. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was, it was really so good. good. Um but we were really having a good time. So you could go up and they would like mark your hand. So you show them your one hand the one time and then your other hand the other time. And they were giving out bit. these cool poker chips for like the free beer. So you would go up to the people at the front. They would mark your hand. You would get a token, walk up. Was it unlimited free beer? No, it was supposed no. to be one per person. But I think I ended up getting probably close to eight or nine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah it was. The marker that they were using just washed off really easy. And well, at the towards the end, no one the Bud Light ambassadors, no one cared. Like mm-hmm. there was people throwing. Let's like, not chips. get anyone fired. The Bud Light ambassadors did a great job. They were phenomenal. Oh, <laughs> the, they did an amazing job. But like they at the end, they're like, "All right, we have all these extra tokens," and like they just gave them out to people, and they were giving out free like koozies and t-shirts and stuff. That's what Philadelphia's all about, man. Brotherly love. Oh, I have my beer. one of my favorite t-shirts is from that day, the Dilly Dilly t-shirt that I have, yeah. the gray one. Um, but anyway, so after we were done at Misconduct, we were like, okay, we should probably head up towards the parade. Because I think the parade was officially starting at like 11 o'clock. So we walk up and next thing I know is like, I'm alone. I was like, I don't know where I am, what I'm doing. Like, why am I here? But I was at the front of the crowd. So we were in a spot that had probably 500 people or so. I wouldn't say it was overly crowded, but it was crowded. So I made my way to the front and I realized that I was all alone. So I walked back. To the crowd, I found Kyle, who was also I don't also know how alone. you got to the front, man. I just I squished don't. my way. I was like, "What's up, everybody?" I was like, "Woo, what's going on?" Like, I was just having a good time and like making friends. So I got to the front, and I walked out of the crowd, and I saw you first, and I was like, "Shit, Kyle, where is everybody?" And you were like, "I don't know, man. I was just alone. I don't know where I am." <laughs> like Kyle's Kyle gets drunk, and then he gets like drunk, <laughs> and I think Kyle was at that drunk level. <laughs> oh boy, was I wrong? no you're not wrong you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) so then we walk back and then we see kyle's girlfriend kelsey laying on the middle of a philly street playing with a dog with some (laughs) random dude we were like kelsey what are you doing (laughs) and then marissa came out of the the woodworks and then alex i think was just standing off to the side like praying that we would all find him and none of our cell phones were working because the signal yeah. was because so they, well yeah and plus they've been on since like three in the morning and we've been trying to yeah we're save just, battery and yeah. all that fun stuff so you want me to keep going drew no i'm good you've already made me jealous enough <laughs> but I didn't get, I was it sitting, was it was a great time it was it was the best day of my life <laughs> i was sitting at work with my feet up watching on the big screen i was like yeah you were warm i was warm you would have had a great time yeah i you probably should have went you probably should have went you so should have you should have went too no, i'll go this year yeah. Hey. So, hey. Super Bowl <laughs> predictions, because I wanted to talk about kind of everybody in the NFL, but real quick, Super Bowl predictions. Drew? Uh, birds. Birds? Kyle? 
are we asking this question? Yeah, like who who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? The Philadelphia Eagles. All right, I'm glad again. we're three for three, everybody. So with that, I think we're getting kind of close to the end of the podcast. Drew was our tech guy, so he has the counter. We got like ten minutes left. Ten minutes left. Cool. So we can talk about a couple of things real quick. Um, Apple's keynote conference that announces their new iPhones every year is happening on Wednesday this week. It's 1 o'clock Eastern time, I believe, is when that is going on. You can watch it on any, what's the word I'm looking for, browser? Do you work for Apple now? Yeah, I do. I'm trying (laughs) to get a plug. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's just on their website, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on their website now, so anybody on any browser can watch it before you have used to have to have Safari, which is super exciting. Um, rumors that there are three different models of iPhones coming out. Mm-hmm. Drew, Kyle, Christian. I know that Christian desperately needs a new phone. You need one bad, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been wanting to get one. I just, I have to switch providers first, which is, I think, actually oh, going to be happening yeah. within the next week. So, Are you switching with your mom? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Hey, man. That's how the way life goes. But Christian um, was going to join my plan, make my bill cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. But, um, I mean, MKB definitely, he showed three different models on yeah. his channel. And, I mean, if anyone's reliable, it's that dude. So, I, yeah, I think there's definitely going to be three models. I'll probably be your average American and just go right for the middle. I'll probably just get the, I guess, the, the X- normal iPhone. XS. Yeah, because um, the, the other one is just too big for me. I preference. I know a lot of people like a, a really big phone, but um, that size to me is like the most ideal. So I'll probably just get the standard like eight hundred dollar one. That's what I'm feeling too. Is there a reason? Because like it's supposedly the only thing that's going to be bad about bad. I guess just different about the cheaper model is it's just cheaper materials. So like for a while, I was thinking to myself that I was going to get the cheapest model because it was like. It does everything that it needs to do, right? Plus, you can just get a case. Yeah, like I'm, know, not, I'm not going to probably right. go naked anyway on the iPhone. Right. Maybe. I'm going naked on the iPhone. I, I love a naked iPhone. But, like, why, why don't you want to go for the cheap model? I thought that from MKB's channel, unless I'm wrong, that the camera on the, the cheapest mm-hmm. one is no. also different. It's not? No. So, what they're saying is that there's going to be... Actually, I guess it's technically four different models of the phones. So, what they're projecting is and this is all still rumor so we can't say that it's true or not but is that I there's mean, going to be it's hard for them to keep all this stuff oh yeah the for big sure. stuff like the models and it, stuff like that it's all already manufactured and stuff oh yeah, yeah yeah so people are leaking it everywhere but you have the iphone 9 and 9 plus which are going to be the successors to the iphone 8 so you'll have kind of like your typical what you've been seeing in an iphone for the last five years i haven't seen anything about a 9 Everything that I've seen is the X. Well, X. yeah, they're trying to figure out a name, I think. Right. I, I think the iPhone 9 is one of the names that they're throwing around. I've also seen 9C. I haven't heard anything with 9. It's all XS, XC, XS, Max. Right. There's like, there's all that crazy crap. Max. They're, they're going to the yeah, they're, they're getting Max. rid of Plus and they're going to Max, which I also think is like a very weird naming. I actually don't, because did you hear the, the reasoning behind it? It's just. Did you watch everything on Apple Pros? No, it's just, it just sounds dumb to me. Well, it, the, the X Max, the reasoning behind it sounds good to me. The only thing different about it is the size. Yeah. So the processor inside, the screen resolution, everything is the same minus the fact that the screen is an extra inch bigger. So an extra inch means max? Yes. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> See, because, yeah, what if they come out with like a bigger phone? It's the maximum. The max plus. Max, max. Maximum. <laughs> 
They add an extra X to the end of Max. <laughs> That'd actually be kind of cool. But I'm really excited for it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for it. I need a new phone so bad. I've had this one for three I years. I really don't need a new phone, but I like spending money. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I mean, I, I need a new phone, so that's definitely probably... Christian, you can buy mine off of me for 500 I'm, I'm all right. I'll is probably that, just spend an extra 200 and get a brand new one. Is that our cop of the week? I think that is the cop of the week for me. Do you have a, a cop of the week, Kyle? Because you're not getting a new phone, right? <sighs> I'm not going to um, get this week. I think my phone's actually, my mom just told me my phone's paid off, so I can get a new one. I don't know if I'm really in the market to get one, though. Why not? Well, there's this thing called student loans mm. that uh, are coming up. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's fair. But um, I remember when I had student loans. Oh, oh, shut up, Drew. Are you lucky? Fuck. <laughs> so, I don't... Uh, I'll say cop of the week. I really need... I want something to cover, like, the one wall of my room. Because I just put lights up. Oh, yeah? Kind of girly, but... We'll go upstairs and take a look. Yeah, I can show you later. Um, I want to put a tapestry to take up the wall. And I need a new shoe rack that extends higher because I keep buying my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I need one that reaches the ceiling. Yeah. I'm going to need a step ladder to get all my shoes eventually. You said so you're not going to get the iPhone this week? No. You, no. Have, a, you have a cop of the week then? Um, I was going to change it up and go to standout song of the week. Oh, for me. oh please do because I have one. So for me, I mean... It's the Hefe song, the T.I. and Meek Mill song. I, I haven't heard that it. yet. And I yeah, it's I haven't a either, certified banger. Certified banger. Cer- it's absolutely certified. So that's the song for me. It's got the C-Pronio <laughs> sticker of approval. Of, uh, <laughs> seal of approval. Seal of approval. I, I just showed Kyle and Steve this song, but it's uh, New Chance the Rapper. It sees a feature on it. It's the band called The Oh Mys. Mm-hmm. The song's called Idea, and it's very chill. It's not like a banger banger, but like, it does take me back to like when I really liked Chance the Rapper, and he like right before Surf was okay. like when I was most obsessed with yeah. Chance the Rapper, and it's very like similar to that style that he was in there, and I'm like all about it. I'll definitely check it yeah. out. Yeah, it's good. It is actually very good. And then isn't um, Young Thug just yeah. randomly tweeted he's two coming days. out with an album in two days? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> he's coming out on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> that album I don't coming know. out. Isn't he in jail? No, no, not yet. Not what? Yet. He's gonna go to jail? Yeah, man. What did Thug do? Bro, he just got charged <laughs> with eight felonies. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He's going to the jail. night of his album release, man. Mm-hmm. What happened? Guns, Bro, drugs, I, paraphernalia, everything. As much as you that. can think about. I think that's why he probably had this album stored away and he's like, I gotta give him something else to listen to because if he gets charged with everything, obviously, you know, probably at the end of the day, see him for a little bit. at least probably two years. Wow. Yeah. I'm sad. Yep. I know Alex is sad. Alex is very sad. I mean, I'm sure Young Thug has a vault of music. And yeah. when these celebrities go to prison, are they really in prison? It's a little bit different, but I mean, they are, but it's not. They're not treated the same. Yeah. All right. You want to wrap it up? Sure. All right. Well, make sure you follow us on our Twitter. Mine's Clyde Pod. You can listen to us on any streaming platform now. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And um, yeah. if you guys have any questions, comments, tips, anything, literally anything, give literally, us a shout out. No one has said anything to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much just four guys talking alone in the room. If anyone's out there listening, uh, we appreciate you know y'all listening, and uh, hope y'all have a good one. Yeah. Till next time. Peace. Rest in peace, Mac. Peace. Yeah, peace out, guys. And I'm gonna be-